Welcome to Night Light. Step away from the mainstream and gather around as we enlighten the world and our realities and travel this cosmic journey we call life. Join us as we share with you and provide that beacon that can guide us all to a better way. Explore with us as we examine a metaphysical montage of spiritual insights covering everything from the mundane to the magical, UFOs to unicorns, and everything in between. This is a time of awakening, of sharing and evolving, of spreading our wings and soaring on the cosmic breath of creation. Come and join with other light-minded spirits as we weave our lights together to seek understanding, enlightenment, and with a little luck, some wisdom. This is Nightlight, a reminder that you are never alone. And now, here is your host, the lovely, delightful, insightful, and all-around great gal, Ms. Barbara DeLong. I thank Ken Quiethawk for that amazing introduction. His voice is nothing short of amazing, and it always adds such vibrancy and depth to the beginning of any show that I do. So um, I thank him again. He, he is a native storyteller. He's got an amazing website out there. And he and his wife um, are doing a phenomenal job in preserving the native folklore, stories, and legends. And he's one of them. He's just amazing. So welcome to the show, everybody. I do, I do love coming together on the first Monday of every month with, with all of you and, of course, with Michelle Avanti, who has such wonderful magic that she shares with all of us when she deems it to, you know, to gift us with her presence. She is just an amazing woman, and her insight and her wisdom is phenomenal. She's probably the best astrologer I have ever listened to, and, and trust me, I've listened to a lot of them, but I pay attention to what Michelle says because it always resonates with me. Um and she's so much fun to work with. She is always full of laughter and joy, and she always gives the best of possible information to everyone. So welcome to the show, Michelle. Oh, I am so honored always. You know, you mentioned <laughs> wonderful Native American storyteller, but you didn't tell us his website. What is it? NativeStorytellers.com. Oh, well, that was an easy one. All yeah. right, I want to at that. I, I I think his voice is off the charts. <laughs> oh, you know, it's funny. He did he did my very first speaking announcement and after that when the show changed formats and it changed places and everything, I couldn't use the same intro because it had been, you know, specific to that particular area that we were in. And so um he went into retirement with he and his wife, yet they still do the, the storytelling, obviously. And um, I, I called him and asked him if he could possibly 
do me another intro. And he said, just send me the script. And I did. And that last part in there was not in the script. He wow. That, um, <laughs> that, is, that is awesome. He's a very awesome human being. I'm sure oh, he, he, oh, she is. They, they, are, they are just two of the loveliest people you could possibly imagine. And, you know, when I listened to, you know, I, he followed the script entirely until that very last part. And it was like, I didn't write that. <laughs> and good all round girl, I'll take it. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, no, I, I really, I appreciate that greatly. And, and you know, um, he certainly, um, he did record it two ways for me. And, and I always use the one with that part in because he put his own twist in, which I kind of <laughs> liked. I do too. It gets delightful. Did you have a chance to look at that um, video I video, sent you no, about? I didn't because we chatted okay. too long. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, damn. I had a thing I had to complete for a client. Okay, well, yes, do do always put that stuff first. Um, but <laughs> because um, because August 11th is specific because of an eclipse and because um, I heard. From, my sister sent me a link, and then I checked it out with you, and, and I kind of, if if this coming eclipse on the 11th is something that is more profound than normal, um, I, you know, I kind of want people to be aware of it. So even if you didn't have a chance to look at it, what would an eclipse on the 11th, uh, it's a lunar eclipse, I believe, right? It's a solar. It's actually a solar eclipse. Solar. Okay. Okay. And it is occurring at 18 Leo. So anyone who has a fixed sign, that would be Leo or Aquarius or Scorpio or Taurus. And if you have your sun or moon or any key planet, for that matter, in the zone of uh, 18 degrees, you can take five off the front and five off, add five to the back. So uh, 13 degrees all the way to, uh, what is that, 22 23. So anything between those degrees and a fixed sign, you're going to have some major challenges that could could uh, experience and you could experience in your life. Um, but you know, and eclipses do run for a long period. Solar eclipses more so than other eclipses, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, but those effects usually are effects on the planet. Uh, and the nations on the planet rather than just on the individual. A lot of the time for individuals, it's uh, it's a doorway. Uh, eclipses tend to be doorways where we can have a new beginning, especially in the new moon, uh, which is the solar eclipse. Uh, you're looking at a whole new doorway. And with um, Leo, it's really interesting because that is a doorway of leadership. Uh, the 18-degree number is also interesting because that, uh, of course, becomes a nine, and nine is the intuitive or what I call the bridge between heaven and earth. So a doorway between heaven and earth is a pretty powerful doorway. Um, so it, it, this is this should be quite uh, an eclipse. Additionally, of course, all the we have all the outer planets. We have uh, a rare time in in our um, in our lifetimes where we have uh, Saturn, Jupiter, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto, all five of these planets are in feminine sign. Uh, So you've got activity that is um, moving us 
into a, a more peaceful world, the possibilities of more peace, uh, whether, you know, again, these, these eclipses, uh, especially the solar eclipse, for every uh, minute that the eclipse, ta- for every hour that the eclipse takes place, we have a year in time. And uh, so uh, that, that it has effect. So eclipses tend to overlap each other, and thus they are a building block for us. Uh, it's very interesting. In your own life, of course, uh, like I said, it's a doorway and can be very, very much active. What we have okay. going on right, what we have going on right before that is uh, tomorrow. Um, we have uh, Uranus is uh, uh, stationing, so it's stationing in retrograde tomorrow, and uh, it will station at uh, two degrees of Taurus. Again, a fixed fixed sign, but early in the fixed sign. And okay, that's so if, if, some, if somebody's birthday is tomorrow, what could they look for? Oh, wow. That's going to activate an entire year. Um, whenever you have a, a, a stationing of a planet during during your solar, solar return, uh, which is mm-hmm. your birthday, uh, then you're going to have activation for an entire year, and that would depend on where all the other planets are at that moment in time, which I actually believe I have that chart up, and I can actually tell you there's an activation that is key tomorrow. Because uh, that's my son's birthday. Oh, okay. Well, uh, we have some real um, challenges going on in the sky tomorrow. Of course, his solar return might not be tomorrow. Just because his birthday is on that day, our solar return can be the day before or the day after, but still it's uh-huh. within that stationing period. So what you have is Mars is at uh, zero one degree uh, of Aquarius. That would be a square from Uranus to to Mars. And then you have Venus at zero Libra. And uh, zero Libra works with the Mars, but it is what we call an inconjunct or quincunx to Uranus. So there could be um, some challenges when changes activate. And Uranus will bring major changes every time there is a direct activation of that chart. Because, see, he creates what we have when we do a solar return. That is a chart that is created for the year for us. So it's like Mm -hmm. we have a national chart overlaying our natural chart or our natal chart. And uh, so that quincunx says that there could be some uh, stress. And, of course, I don't know his wheel where it will actually land, but uh, that can have to do with money with Venus. It could have to do with love with Venus. Uh, And, of course, you have to peel it down based on the house that it lands in. That tells us a whole lot more. But uh, hopefully it doesn't land in a sixth house and that there's no rulership regarding either the ascendant or the sixth house cusp, because then it can have to do with health issues. And in the case with the quincunx with Uranus, uh, if we had uh, severe activation, uh, at least two other kinds of activations during the year under that solar return, um, that could bring in some issues that might have to do with the gallbladder or uh, the throat, um, and could be a variety of things, but... But <laughs> I will, hopefully I will that's not anyone yeah. on the call. <laughs> well, let's you let's know. let's let's dive into who we have waiting here and see if we can give them more specific information, since theoretically they all have their information. <laughs> yeah. That's okay, we we've, we've got Barbara on the line. Hi, Barb. You're on the air with Michelle. 
Hi, Michelle. Hi, Barbara. What's your date of birth? February 9th. And the year? 1962. 62, six and a two? Yes. And the time of birth? I'm not sure. You got any idea? Is it morning, night, dark of night? I think it's morning, but I'm not 100%. Okay, we're going to just throw you in at about 6 a.m. and uh, hope that we get close. What is uh, your uh, location of birth? Uh, That would be Clinton, Iowa. Clinton, Iowa. Well, we'll go take a look. Is there something in particular you want me to try to see if I can get any idea what's going on? Well, I'm just having kind of a difficult time in my life right now, and I just kind of need some direction mm. in all areas. Okay. Well, we don't know the time of birth, which is kind of somewhat limiting. Um, when I look at this chart, <laughs> I wish you could see it. We really need to do videos. But uh, your chart is quite the quite a – we don't know the time, but based on what we're seeing here, you have an entire group of planets all together in the first house, and they're all in Aquarius in the first. You have Saturn, Mars, Mercury, the south node, Jupiter, Sun, Venus, and Chiron. All of them together, Chiron is in Pisces, but all the rest of them are in Aquarius. That can make you, uh, you should be uh, thin and electric in your nature, and yet at the same time, really, if this chart is right, I'm throwing this out there for you to hear, um, and yet you would be, even though you you tend toward the unique in clothing, there's a part of you that forces you to buy clothes that are more quality and more classic. Is that anything like you, or do we have the wrong chart? Yeah, that's definitely me. Oh, that's very interesting. So we might actually have a chart that's pretty close. All right. Well, let's uh, let's take a look. <laughs> that it is. I will tell everyone on the call if you have what we call a stellium, where you have a whole bunch of planets all in the same sign. Uh, I don't really know why Soul chooses to do that. <laughs> it 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 can be very challenging to the individual when uh, we have a planet transiting that is activating that sign. So that becomes a really can become a real challenge that lasts a long time. That's the challenge with having all that in Aquarius. However, you tend to be a person who will be very unique and very brilliant and a fast electric individual, someone who um, doesn't know how to sit down so much. You're more of a get out there, go do it, and let's keep going. So um, that's the nature of all of that in the sign. Incredible. So what's going on? We have, uh, of course, we just mentioned Uranus is about to station tomorrow. It will station retrograde, but it will turn around and go back. And when it does, it's going to making a square first to Saturn and then to Mars and then to Mercury and then and it'll keep going. So you have this coming up. Challenge with Uranus is a challenge of change um, and changes that happen suddenly and unexpectedly. And anytime you're under uh, Uranus types of transits, and I would highly recommend you get an astrological calendar and keep a watch on when Uranus is activating because you need to be aware of it, especially when it activates your Mars, which is a ways down the road right now, but nonetheless. 
because uh, when it does activate your combination of Mars and Mercury, uh, this is when we tend to have accidents in our vehicles. And uh, so you want to be really aware and, and be a little better to ride with others than to drive yourself. So just a note of caution. You can't you can't stop your honest unless you don't in your car, okay? Uh, so uh, if this chart is right, Uranus is going through your third house, uh, so it's not necessarily disrupting your monetary flow. This chart may be off, however, and it could be in your second house, in which case it could be disrupting it. Uh, Neptune right now is, according to this combination, in your second house, So, and it, it has just entered it not very long ago. It is going to go back out and come back in, but while it's uh, working on this, it's also uh, starting to activate your Mars that has progressed. So there couldn't be that can be uh, bring certain challenges, and that you don't really recognize where your money is, or your brain is in the clouds, and you're spending money where you shouldn't be spending it. So you need to pay attention to that. Let's see what's going on. Uh, Jupiter is on the rise. It's almost to the zenith in this chart. It will be in just a very short while in the next few weeks. So that is always a wonderful thing and could bring you some uh, surprise that will be a good one because it's going to actually um, activate other things in your chart. Uh, let's see what it's going to do because I thought I saw something good. Hmm. Unfortunately, I think I am wrong. <laughs> Mm. Never. No. Yeah, you're gonna probably have to wait. Jupiter's getting ready to go into its its own sign of Sagittarius. This uh, late this fall, it will be in Sag, and then it will be in Sag for an entire year. And while it's in Sag, what it's doing with your stellium is helping you out uh, to protect you from Uranus <laughs> shaking things up. It's going to be making a trine to Saturn. It'll make a trine to Mars, and so forth and so on. When it makes the trying to Mars, you have an opportunity that will open up for you. Um, with and it's very early on because it's only five degrees. Your your Saturn is four and your Mars is five of Aquarius. So Jupiter is going to activate this in a way that will allow you to possibly have um, an opportunity in terms of career. If that is what you're looking for, it's going to bring you something. Uh, I would say that will be uh, a good opportunity. Uh, it will be something that will be very stable. It will be something that kind of fits you. So, okay. So if uh, if that but is that's, a but that's in the future, right? That's not now. That's in the future. Well, it's not too far away. That's what I'm saying. It's not far at all. I'm going to see if I can pull it up here for you. It goes to one degree on November the 15th. That's not that far anymore. You know. Okay. Yeah, and and you know, I I threw cards out, and for November I have a rebirth of a new aspect of her, and it does feel as though she's getting into new, um, new career, new possibilities, new. There's a new sense of self. Yeah. Um, a lot of work, a lot of work, but but and a lot of learning that goes with it. But it feels as though it's a wonderful challenge for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it looks it looks very good to me. Uh, that's a very positive thing. And, of course, because you do have a stellium, Jupiter will continue to work all those planets. <laughs> that's, uh, 
as the year continues around, but the very beginning of it starts right around the 28th of November, so you're looking at Thanksgiving, and, and it continues, of course, to be active uh, probably throughout all of or most of December. So, you know, the beginning of December. Uh, okay. Well, it continues to be active as it once it gets past your Mars, it goes right on to your Mercury, and uh, and Saturn, of course, is at nine. So um, it's, it could also bring up some opportunity that comes as a result of something from the past, whether it's a past life or a past uh, experience in this lifetime. So if there was something that maybe you applied for, you thought about, or you wanted to do, and maybe you started some time ago, you might take another look uh, because that might just be the thing that uh, is your push-off point. Um, so that is coming up for you, and um, I want to see what else is going on. And you know what? It is going to be incredibly powerful because as it hits uh, about seven degrees, it starts to activate in a very, very uh, challenging way, your Pluto. And a lot of the time when Jupiter is challenging you uh, with Pluto, uh, this is not Pluto challenging Jupiter. This is Jupiter in the sky challenging the natal Pluto for those who are studying astrology. There is a difference. Uh, when it does that, it's it's actually asking you, take another step. You will empower yourself if you will take this next step. So it's going to ask you to take a leap of some kind that is um, maybe a little bit outside of your comfort zone, but it will cause you to become more powerful within yourself, to empower you, may give you a promotion. It may very well be a promotion, and that may be very well why Barbara is seeing a lot of hard work and learning curve. But uh, well worth it. Well worth it. Definitely. we we got to move on here. So Okay. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. You are so her. welcome. We wish you the best in all things. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Take care. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, cute joke. Uh, okay. We've got Kimberly. Hi, Kimberly. Hi, Kimberly. Hi. How are you? We're well. good. good. What's your birthday, Kimberly? My birthday is November fifth, nineteen seventy. And do you know the time of birth? Yes, seven zero five PM. Seven oh five PM. And where were you born? I was born in Talladega, Alabama. Talladega. I love that word. It's just such a cool word. Yeah, it is. It's Native American for border town. Oh, is that what it is? See, I didn't know that. That's that's fabulous. All right. Love. Native American words are always the most fascinating. We have lots of them here in Oregon. Oh, okay. Yeah. When I first moved here, I could not stop laughing when I heard the word Tillamook. I don't know what it is about that (laughs) word. (laughs) We have a wonderful town called Tillamook, and it's on the water, and Got lots of cows there and some of the best dairy in in the state. Okay, so I have you up on my computer, and let me ask you what you are wanting me to focus on. Um, Career. Barbara um, told me five years ago that I was in the wrong profession. I was teaching in the public school system, and I finally (laughs) left. (laughs) Yeah, well, well, that I, I'm not going to disagree with anything that Barbara would say. I can tell you that now. <laughs> yeah, I, told um, her how, 
I told her how great she was and that she had to change jobs. Yeah. Yep. Well, you know, you have a ton of, here we have another lady with a, a t- stellium. This is going to be stellium night, I guess. Uh, you have your sun, your Jupiter, your Mercury, your Venus, and your Neptune are all in Scorpio. And Scorpio really is not the teacher. The, Scorpio is the surgeon or the detective. Uh, with all of that in Scorpio, you would be someone who would be amazing at uh, figuring things out. Uh, coming up with solutions, whether they were uh, search, it's kind of it's a kind of surgery when you're uh, working a puzzle. You're trying to figure out how things go together, and you are someone who is very, very, very good at that. So, of course, um, let's see what you, you have. Pisces on the midheaven too, so you're a person who uh, certainly could uh, could be someone who works the scenes, a forensic kind of individual, someone who works with forensics in some way. You have uh, cancer on the money, on your income, uh, Pisces on your career, and Scorpio on your workplace. So that can be a person who works uh, behind the scenes. It could be a person who works in a surgery surgery unit. It can be a person who uh, uh, works in uh, forensics. It could be a person who even works in uh, a funeral home. Uh, you could also be a person who delivers babies. So, I mean, it, it has a wide wide berth of what you can be doing. Uh, what What is it that you ended up choosing? Well, like I said, I had been teaching biology, and I could no longer do that. I decided to leave the classroom, so now I'm looking for um, a different type of position. Well, this is definitely the year for you doing it. Actually, you should have started probably last year, but you your progressed moon is trying your midheaven. So the opportunity for you to work uh, with children is still there, actually, uh, and it can be an opportunity to work with families. It could be an opportunity uh, to work uh, out of your home, even, uh, or out of someone's home. Uh, it's kind of a home kind of setting. So um, that is certainly, and that, of course, that progressed moon will only last for a year in 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 that position. Um, But uh, you are not without challenge because it is also squaring your natal moon. And so you're fighting kind of with yourself there, challenging uh, if you can break outside the box. And your nature is to break outside the box. You have your moon in Aquarius. You're an individual who doesn't really have to go to school to get what she needs to be able to do what she does. Um, so you might be challenged by having to get some kind of certificate in order to do what you want to do. But your nature is such that you have a very independent way of learning, and you learn very well. So so you did biology, so you helped the kids dissect stuff, huh? All right. <laughs> that makes sense. You're still working with it. <laughs> but um, now, you know, if you... Jupiter itself has already passed the trine to your midheaven. So, again, I wish you had uh, all this like uh, uh, six months ago. (laughs) It would have been good. (laughs) But um, it's okay. You know, we work where we are, and we always find solutions, every one of us. So let's see here if I can see what else is going to be helpful to you. Saturn right now is uh, in retrograde. It's going to station direct on the 6th. And it stations basically right on top of a sextile to your midheaven. 
So you have an opportunity opening up. Have you already applied for something? That could be in a school system, though. Saturn in, a, in Capricorn is very much could be a school system, but it could also be a government well, agency. Well, I've applied to school systems, and they haven't responded, but I applied outside the, the school systems as well. Good, good. Well, you know, uh, I would look in uh, any kind of government agency with Saturn in, in Capricorn like that um, because that government is all over that. And, uh, and, you know, you also could be could be a police department. I don't know if you've considered doing anything in forensics, but uh, you're a person who could certainly work forensics, and I don't know if you have any interest in that uh, if you've made a conscious choice in, in that area yet, but uh, you certainly have all the capabilities to do it. Uh, that's where I would look. Uh, that's open right now, and I would I would work it. Uh, like I said, it's going to go direct on the 6th, so you have from now until probably the week of the 6th, the week after the 6th, and that's your doorway. Uh, and you should do – you should – you should have something open up for you during that time because there's going to be other planets that will move in and out helping you. Okay. Okay. Have you considered anything like forensics? Have you considered that? No. No. Well, (laughs) think about it. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Weren't you looking into chiropractic? Yeah, well, actually, I had... um, Last year, as a matter of fact, I was accepted to um, a nurse practitioner school, and I was on my way to Birmingham to go, and my son got into some legal trouble. So I'm here in Georgia for another year, but I plan to reapply. So now, that'll, that's, yeah, you, yeah, a nurse, I mean, you're good with needles. <laughs> the Scorpio, Scorpio is the surgeon. Scorpio and Mercury, Mercury in Scorpio is the surgeon, uh, good with uh, surgical tools. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'd say go for it because you're going to be very good at it once you get into it. Uh, the sun here is at the very end of the fifth house and knocking on the sixth house door. Uh, that, you know, that is a, a signature of a person who can be very successful. And you are going to be, if you haven't already been, and you should have been, successful in whatever you choose. But if you'll choose something that is ruled by Scorpio, you cannot help but be successful. You have okay. you were born with Sun-Jupiter conjunct. You know, that's like anybody who's an astrologer wants to set people up that way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Statement of success. You're a very capable lady. If I had a forensic unit, I'd be asking you to work for me. <laughs> ah. And, and Kimberly, oh, wow. you, Kimberly, you can always call and, and get an appointment with Michelle because she's she is phenomenal. So, okay. but we, we have we have to move on. Okay, I will. Thank you. You bet. Thank you you take care, Kimberly. Thank you. Bye. I remember the show that she was she called into. I remember mm. telling her how wonderful she was, how good she was, but she was in the wrong profession. And and then afterwards I realized, oh my God, what did I say? And I, I think I contacted her after the show because I had her number and you know, I apologized. She said, No, I've been thinking about leaving. So um Yeah, well I, you know she has so much going on in Scorpio. She's not in a scorpionic kind of 
I mean, biology is like on the very fringe of it. It's so, yeah. it's so far out there. It's not where I would have put her. No, I, I just, I, I knew that anything she put her heart into, she'd be a success, but it didn't feel like her heart was in teaching. So, yeah. Yeah, okay, we got, okay. we got Stacy here. Hi, Stacy. You're on the, you're on the air. Hi, thank you. Hi, thank you both for taking my call. My birthday is December 26, 1967. I was born in Oceanside, New York. And the time? 6.18 in the morning, I think. 6.18. 18 a.m. Oceanside. 6.18. And, you know, it just seemed like this year... I guess 2017, and until now, it's been like a retrograde. It's been like take one step forward, two steps back. It hasn't been good professionally, socially, or anything, you know. And uh, you know, with with jobs, and I kind of ended up like a friendship because I felt like I was the good one, and I felt like I was just of convenience put it that way like looked at as a second class citizen and you know it kind of hurts because you know you feel like you know it just brings you down when you you're a good friend and somebody makes it like you're not good enough and especially you know not at not trying to meet anybody right now because the job okay, situation wait 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 yeah. wait, 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 wait you you, yeah. you called in to have Michelle tell you something. What area do you want her to look into? Yeah, just like when she sees things moving forward, like time okay. forward, oh. basically oh. in in career and social, basically right. having a life. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> having well, yeah. let's. let's Let's take a look. I mean, I, as you t- spoke, I was looking to see where these events were taking place in your life. You know, Uranus has been opposing your moon. So that in itself over this, when it first entered, which is, you know, some months back, but uh, it probably created a struggle with relationships for you, especially female relationships and uh, and issues of control and power and all of that went in hand in hand because you're born with the moon in Scorpio. Moon in Scorpio has a desire to get control, and that doesn't mean that they have control. It, it, they, they do have a desire to have control but not always have it. You have your sun in Capricorn and your Mercury in Capricorn. So you're a person who doesn't forget. You remember uh, long into the future the things that have happened to you. And uh, and that can be, you know, a blessing and a curse, as they say. But uh, seeing things move forward, uh, let's see what's going on that's going to help you out. Jupiter right now is sitting, uh, traveling through your house of wishes and dreams and uh it's not active on anybody in that house yet, but that's coming up, and things are going to change when that activates. It's not far. It's not far. It's like in the next month and a half. Uh, sometime in October, it will start to activate. And when it does, it's going to activate your Venus first. And Venus rules your house of career, so you have a conjunction coming up that could uh, certainly give you something that you really want since it's in the house of wishes and dreams. So. That's the first thing that's incredibly noticeable here. 
and uh, just to poke it forward a little bit so I can kind of give you more of a a timeline. Uh, It's the end of September, the beginning of October. So if you are looking to increase uh, things with your career, you should be applying for promotions now or you should be applying for other positions now. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's it's got lots of possibilities for you. Um, so in terms of relationships, uh, that's not a direct activation at all. Uh, you had one uh, a year ago, um, and you won't have another one as good as the one you had a year ago for another year. So you're looking at 2019, the fall of 2019. So that I'll have a relationship you mean that I'll have a relationship with a guy? If you're looking for that, yes. Actually, yeah. this doorway, uh, which is just coming up right now, could have you fall in love with someone. Uh, but if you're looking for something that uh, goes further than that, where it goes further would not be till 2019. Okay? Yeah, because I'm looking for a partner, not just a date. But... Um, do you see my family life getting better? Because I guess when I haven't been working, it's gotten, you know, like my mom, you know, that kind of thing. There's been a lot of tension, put it that way. Yeah, well, you know, right now you're, you're, you have Uranus going through the fourth house. That does not create stability in the home at all. It's It's a completely unstable statement so it's going to be periods of time where it's good periods of time where it's not so good till it finally gets out of that house and it is going to be out of that house for a little while you're still going to be you're going to be waiting till it, it'll probably go out sometime late next year and come back in so it's going to be probably a two-year process for it to finally get out but the worst of it is over in my opinion when a oh, planet- that's what i want to know if the worst is over thank god yeah, the, I think the worst is over. You, you, when when Uranus goes forward here, which it's going to go forward, um, it's going forward, I believe it, but I went too far. It's going to go forward. It's not so much here, okay, because it's going reverse tomorrow. <laughs> so it won't go forward till next year. But when it goes finally does go forward, it will probably take about six months or so, and then it's going to start to activate your Jupiter. And when it does that, you've got opportunities uh, that will open up, that will be surprising, not expected. And they will come out of the past, and they will come directly because of who you are, not because of what you do, but because of who you are. So, mm-hmm. And that yeah. will, could also promote for you a, a trip, a, a really exciting trip. So, oh, you but, mean a vacation when? Where? When? That sounds exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's it's not tomorrow. I mean, that's a, another year away. It's yeah, it but like a friend of a friend of mine, her birthday is like July fourteenth, and I, you know, like when she doesn't treat you a certain way, I brought it up, and it's like she's always right, you know, and no wonder she can't keep a friend. So I distance myself. I'd rather have no you, friends well, than have somebody that's not, you know, yeah, really well, good and lifting me up. You you can pick you can pick a new friend. You don't have to keep her. <laughs> it starts. It's it's really and truly applying in uh, June of next year and continues because we're going to go back and forth a couple of times. So right through to around this time next year. So you've got a long opening there where you might take a really exciting trip. It's an opportunity that comes out of the blue, sudden and unexpected, but 
You might expect it a little bit because I'm telling you about it. (laughs) (laughs) June next summer? No, that'll be great. That'll be great. Michelle, we've got to move on. I'm so sorry. Hey, thank you. I'd love to listen. That really made me feel good because you said the worst is over. So okay. <laughs> it could get worse than it was. Okay. Thanks oh, for calling, Stacey. Take care, oh, Stacey. Thank you. I'd love to listen. This is great. Sure. Hang on there then. Okay. Um, we've got a low battery here. Um, this is Ellie. Hi, Ellie. You're on the air. Hello. Hi, Hi, Allie. What's your Hi. date of birth? March, 5, March 15, 1957. March 151957. Got it. Time of birth. 11, 4, 1148 a.m., Berkeley, California. Wow, Berkeley child. Wow. Well, not really. I was just, just came out of my mom's body there. Nothing else, nothing else came oh. out. <laughs> I was jealous, but okay, I won't be now. <laughs> don't be jealous. At all. all right. And I do astrology. I do astrology myself. I don't have my chart in front of me because I'm in my car, and I don't have so I don't have the ephemeris in front of me either. But totally talk shop, okay? Because if right. you're talking to somebody who has who has studied astrology, I, I love astrology for half my life. Awesome. Well, what do you want me to focus on? Well, gee, take a. Take your pick. <laughs> you can focus on. You know what? Uh, uh, you can focus on location, uh, relocation. You can focus on travel. You can definitely focus on making money. Everything yeah, no, I'm not going to do relocation because I'm not bringing that up. I'm bringing up just the chart. Yeah. <laughs> Relo is a completely different chart. So. Um, oh no, yeah. I didn't mean re- I didn't mean I didn't mean relocation like uh, astrophotography. I meant I meant finding a place to live because I I don't live anywhere right now. So. Okay, I see that. I see what you're saying then. Well, what you have right now, you, you have the freedom to move. That's for sure. Uh, you were you were born with Jupiter and the Moon in this wonderful fourth house. And you have nothing yep. holding you back right now. Venus is just traveling through, and you know Venus moves yep. fast. And uh, in your fifth house, you have Jupiter traveling through. So Jupiter's on the rise yep. in your chart. It's getting ready yep. to join your North Node, and yep. uh, so uh, you may find yourself. Uh, this is a good time to take advantage of any conferences or books or internet that could offer you some learning that opens up the door for you to. Activate more of what your purpose is. Your north node is in Scorpio. You were born with it at 22, which is a master number, uh, 22 degrees. So you are a person who comes here to um, actually, I want to say, to understand more of the keys behind the seats of power, to understand what really moves the universe and uh, what Mm -hmm. moves people. And in addition to that, it's coming through the fifth house cusp of Libra. So you want to do it in a balanced way. You are choosing to do it in a way that's diplomatic with those who may not follow the same belief system or even begin to understand what it is you're trying to tell them. So it's a beautiful statement. It's not you beating anybody over the head. It's just you digging to learn the truth, learn to master the truth, and expand your knowledge. Now is the time for you to really be working on it because Jupiter is in position. So that's mm-hmm. your job for the fall, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you, okay. 
the next sign will pass over and, and move into the next house. When Jupiter gets into your sixth house, which it will late this year, and uh, and then continue for a year, uh, mm-hmm. that house is the house of health, and Jupiter rules your house of health. You have Cancer rising, so it rules your house of health. Yep. And yep. Uh, when Jupiter is in the sixth house, what we have to watch out for is that we don't overeat, and you are in your car as we're talking. That is the place you tend to eat. You don't need to eat in your car. <laughs> People who have Sag on this house cusp eat usually too fast, and uh, they don't really put their attention on their food. You do have Saturn in this house. It does slow you down, so that is a good thing. But uh, you need to just kind of pay more attention to that when Jupiter travels through that house. On the same, At the same time, it also could open up opportunities in terms of a workplace for you. Saturn in this house, um, let's see... Saturn in this house actually has um, rulership in the seventh, but uh, no rulership in this house. It has rulership seventh, eighth, and ninth house in your chart. So Jupiter falling on top of it or conjoining it is going to give you some opportunity to expand the structures you've already built. Uh, that would be any relationships you have. It can expand them. It, uh, the marriage, it would expand it. Uh, intimacy and credit cards and uh, resources like mortgages, it will expand your opportunities to have more of those or to expand them if you want to buy a home or Mm -hmm. buy something. Uh, It's going to do all of that. And then the ninth Mm -hmm. house uh, issue, Jupiter conjoining Saturn could actually, um, if there's anything legal withstanding in your life, then it's going to bring it to the fore and you're going to see it. Uh, so in terms of uh, the, any health issues it would bring forward, I would say before it can join Saturn, you want to make sure your your teeth are in good condition and, uh, mm-hmm. and also um, you want to look at how is your energy level um, because Jupiter on top of Saturn can expand your work limit, but at the same mm-hmm. time, necessarily increase the energy level unless you're feeding your body enough iron. So ferrum phos and silica are two things you want to look at. Okay. Mm-hmm. I told you a whole bunch. I think I need to stop. Although Pluto is going through your seventh house and uh, you've probably already had most of the experiences that it had to deliver, although it is making a sextile to your Mercury. So again, coming back to you expanding your knowledge, this is a great time for you if you're not already doing any kind of meditative work, this is your time to open up and have all kinds of options open up for you. So mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. insight should be available to you while Pluto is in that 20-degree zone. Right now it's retrograde. When it turns around, it will be facing Mercury again. Right now it's facing yeah. Venus. Okay. Yeah, and it's also, you said it's also legality be, uh, in the ninth house, what? right, Michelle? What's that? What's that? You said legalities in the ninth house. Yes, yes. What, ha- what matter, happens yeah. in the tenth house? There's there's a bunch in the tenth house I'm looking at here. That's okay. career. That's the house of career. That's and uh, career. I, when I was talking about legalities, I was talking about Jupiter on top of Saturn because Jupiter uh, Saturn rules in her chart the ninth house. Uh, the 10th house is the house of career, so I wasn't talking about it. Uh, Jupiter rules the house of career, but we don't have anything activating Jupiter. Um, otherwise, I would have talked about that. But uh, she's born with uh, 
the sun and Mercury and Venus all in the house of career. They're all in Pisces with Pisces at the midheaven, and uh, and um, Eris is also in there. But okay, nonetheless, well, with the cards that I threw, I uh-huh. I I see that there is some sort of outside um, guidance, help, support. Um, almost as though there are strings that can be pulled that she doesn't know she has, and that it looks to me as though career is going to take a shift and take her into dimensions and directions she hasn't even considered. I I would not disagree with that at all. Matter of fact, that the last statement when I was saying uh, Pluto is making a sextile to Mercury when it finally turns around will be sextiling Mercury, then it will go forward and, and sextile the sun. And while it's doing that, it's also going to be uh, trying uh, the progressed sun. So, yeah, all of that, very, very plausible, uh, certainly. Because any time we have activation from Pluto, we have the ability for promotion, we have ability for empowerment, but we also have a, the ability of transformation. So we transform a lot of the time from whatever it is we were doing to something that uh, is reflective of where Pluto is. Pluto would be traveling through the seventh house, and it is in Capricorn, so it can have to do with uh, relationships. It can have to do with uh, whether it's one-on-one or uh, or marital relationships, uh, it can say that you you have the ability to um, not only communicate, but to, um, I want to say you could possibly psychically help people who um, are in any kind of a marital situation. So there may be something there that you want to look at. Uh, mm-hmm. Pisces is at the midheaven doesn't usually like to be out in front, so it's not like I want to be on a stage, but rather... Uh, the one in the background who helps people uh, through their ability to communicate and and intuitively picking up the information. Yeah, are you sure that the uh, Capricorn is on the cusp of the ninth house? Because I really thought it was Aquarius. I don't have have my children in front of me. There's no Capricorn on the ninth house. Aquarius is on the ninth house. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, you mentioned Saturn, so it's being the ruler of the ninth, but but Uranus is the... Saturn, no, no. Saturn is the ancient ruler of Aquarius. Oh, and the ancient always, ruler. Yeah. And yeah. Always look to Saturn first. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah, like Pluto is the ancient ruler of Pisces, which exactly. is my ruling sign. So, yeah. No, so, you know, you know, I appreciate I appreciate what you said. Um, I, in terms of the legalities, I, I I can't speak to that at all. I don't foresee, you know, I don't foresee any legal matters. Yeah, I, I don't I don't necessarily yeah. think there's any legality issues. You don't even have anything no. in that ninth house. So. Right, right, right. But I do have a real itch to travel and really reach and really transform my life and get a lot more freedom in my life and really maybe even go abroad again. I lived abroad for quite a long time. I always have an itch to to to, to get out of the United States again and probably oh, at you some would. point in my life. You know, you have you permanently, could. permanently. You're, I feel very, very out of place in this country. Your breast moon is in Sagittarius, and the yeah. whole time it's in Sagittarius for the last twenty-three months. If you're going to go, yeah. go soon because it's not going to stay in Aquarius much longer. I mean, in Sagittarius, it's sad. Yeah. I move into yeah. Capricorn, and when it does, you won't be having as strong an inclination to move. Yeah, that's very true. That's a good point. I should be. I should check into that. 
All right. Thanks so much for your time. I really enjoyed uh, hearing your uh, read on the astrology. It's really a delight to to listen to other astrologers. So thank you very oh, much. You're welcome. Thank you. Take care, Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Apparently her battery was dying, so we slipped her in here. Um, <clears throat> okay, we've got Daphne here. Hi, Daphne. You're on the air. Oh, yes. How are you doing? Good. What's your date of birth? Uh, 12, 17, 69. December 17th, 1969. And the time of birth? Uh, 11.56 a.m. 11.56 a.m. And the place of birth? Um, Boston, Massachusetts. Boston. I don't hear that accent. No. <laughs> Why well, don't I, I think do that's that something that's something you learn and pick up. I don't think you're born with it. Really? I thought everyone no. every Boston hospital was born with it. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What do you want me to focus on? Let's take a look at what's going on here. You have Saturn traveling over your it's just gone over the midheaven. Hmm. That's a whole new aspect for you. Go ahead, though. What did you want me to focus on? Um, just anything. <laughs> okay, anything. I like that. It's a lot of freedom. Let's see. So anyway, you have Saturn. Saturn is traveling, of course, through uh, your 10th house. And that's the house it naturally rules. And when Saturn comes through a house, it makes us work that much harder but right now it is uh, actively uh, facing your Mars, and let's see what Mars. Mars is in the 12th, and it is co-ruler of the first. And what else does it rule? And it is the ruler of your eighth. So uh, this can be an opportunity of sorts. It's a stabilizing statement more than anything. It's saying that uh, during this time you have to, you may find that you're you, you're working hard, but you don't have as much energy as you might want. So you have to um, take it a step at a time. It's kind of teaching you to pace yourself. Uh, <clears throat> so that's it's not a bad thing. It's just something that you have to do. And you know, anyone born with Mars in Pisces, usually unless they have a lot of support from other planets, uh, isn't born with uh, that gung-ho energy. You do have some support from natal Saturn, which is interesting. Uh, so you were born within a sextile. So you're a person who does. You know how. You should know how to take it a step at a time. Uh, and that is very wise. Let's see what else is in here. We've got uh, Jupiter going through your eighth house. And uh, it's not active on anybody specifically yet. It is giving you some friction with Venus. And uh, as a result of that, you may find that uh, money may not be quite as free because of someone that you are connected to. Um, Mm -hmm. So you might find some frustration over that. When Mars, when Jupiter actually gets to zero degrees of Sag, which is coming right up, and 29 degrees of uh, Scorpio, which is... Uh, coming right up the end of November, the beginning of December. When it does, you may learn something that you didn't know about that person. 
you may find yourself also um you could even find yourself um learning something about that person that is about you. So mm. open up something that's going to make you be more aware. And um, if you have, again, I'm going to bring this up. It's crazy that I'm doing it. But uh, any kind of legal situation, if you have co-signed anything for anybody, you may want to take a look at that and see if you can get out of that even before it gets to this point. Um, because your merging of resources may come under scrutiny and it could become uh, an issue down the road. Um, so I would just take a look at that if you have anything going on like that. And it could have to do could have to do with taxes, but it's not looking like that to me. It looks more like it has to do with credit cards or possibly a mortgage, but it looks more like credit cards to me. Um so that's something to think about. Uh, it, hopefully you're hearing what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, you've got uh, Pluto right now is in your 10th. It's been in your 10th, so you may have during the last so many years uh, changed your career. But on top of Mercury, uh, it will turn around soon and be on top of Mercury coming up early next year. When it does, uh, you're going to find that the, you have the ability to uh, transform some of the way that you're communicating in terms of your career. At the same time, it could be um, you're, you may be, have to um, watch how you speak during that time. I just want to go forward a little bit to see what that's doing because sometimes, oh, yeah, and then your moon falls right into place there too. Okay, so here's Pluto is direct, and it's on top of both Mercury and your progressed moon at the same time. So is your mom still alive? Yes. Okay. Is yes. she doing okay? Uh-huh. Oh, that's good. Okay. Because this uh, looks like a bit of a challenge, but it may not be anything more than that. It could be just communicating with her is a bit of a challenge. But there is a Pluto on top of the moon could be a transformation in terms of your home. It could be a transformation in terms of where you are working, if you are working in any kind of a home situation. So that may change. Um, but more importantly, the way you communicate with your mom could be under a bit of a challenge at that time. Uh, I would, I would just pay attention to that. We're talking about October, early October of this year. And why I say pay attention to that, because sometimes when these hard aspects happen, uh, the older person changes the way they communicate or they bring something up that maybe they never said before. So you just want to make sure that you stay copacetic with your mom because nobody wants to lose their mom's connection, you know. A mom connection is important. So... Exactly. Yeah, just work with her, okay? Remember, we all get old. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I do sometimes. We get a little odd. (laughs) So, but anyway. um, Speak for yourself. (laughs) I do. I do speak for myself. (laughs) I'm known to be odd. (laughs) But I do take every relationship very seriously, and I don't ever want to lose any of them. So let's see what Mm -hmm. else can I do. 
you, Saturn. I talked about Saturn and I talked about Jupiter. I talked a little bit about Pluto. Not as much as probably I should. Uh, Pluto, Pluto, Pluto. Now, everything else is a little further out. So that's where it's a direct hit. So your progressed sun right now is right on top of my sun. How, no wonder you called in. And uh, <laughs> it's at the tail end of the 11th house. So things that you really are wanting to happen in your life, things that you've been wishing for, could include uh, right now uh, it's a sextile to your Venus in the ninth house. And in sad, it could be a trip that you were wanting or have been dreaming about ha- going on, and you probably should take yeah. advantage. You should probably take advantage of it uh, in this very short period of time, which is uh, within this year, within a year from today. Uh, so I would plan that mm-hmm. if I were you, because it's it's something you've been dreaming about or wanting to do for a very long time. I would take advantage mm-hmm. of that. Well, the sun is there because the, Venus protects you when you travel and you have it in a beautiful place for protection. You have the sun there for protection. And you right now, your progressed are together and saying, let's go. <laughs> so yeah. go. <laughs> go. Yeah. It will be fun. It will be fun. Okay. You'll have a very good time. And I speaking, highly recommend when you of, do go. Go ahead. Speaking of going. Speaking of going. <laughs> oh, we have to go. We have to go. <laughs> okay. I was just going to throw one more thing out. When you do decide to go, consider going when the sun, okay, the sun is in, uh-huh. right now it's fever and now is a great time, uh, or when the sun's in Sag, or any air or fire sign, okay? Okay. Right. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Bye now. Thank you. You bet. You know, if, if you get you get you get on a roll, and the information you're giving is so spectacular, it it pains me to have to stop you. But there are so many people waiting. Well, hopefully, I can roll for them too. I I am sure you can. I every every gem you drop is, you know, I think that's something people have to realize that everything you say to other people. It can usually be applied to our to to us as well. So it's not you're just you know you're specific. There there are there are fragments and pieces that apply to everybody who's listening. So it's important to pay attention. Mm. Okay, we got Ellen here. Hi, Ellen. You're Hi. on the air. Hi, ladies. Um, this is Ellen, and my birth date is May twenty sixth, nineteen fifty six. 1956 and the time, Ellen. 3:30 p.m. in Brooklyn, New York. 3:30 p.m. in Brooklyn, Kings County, New York. Yeah, they're gonna. They always have to ask me. I know it's Kings County. <laughs> yes, the real Brooklyn. <laughs> exactly what everybody says. <laughs> <laughs> Why do states have three cities with the same name? <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. Okay, so, Ellen, you you lovely Gemini lady, tell us uh, what you want me to be looking at. I see, as we're talking, the sun in the sky is right on your Mercury, so speak. <laughs> okay, well, just look through that chart and see something good to talk, talk to me about. I just want... <laughs> Good news. He only wants the good. Okay, let me see if I can stick with that. Uranus is on your part of fortune. That's kind of cool. 
That's uh, really cool. And uh, actually, it is uh, as it's on your as it applies to your part of fortune, it's going to square your sun, and it's going to also be squaring natal Uranus. This means you have the possibility of winning a lottery. Hey, how often do you hear me say that? Not often. Not often. No. Um, time frame uh, is. Is, is going to have to be pinned down, unfortunately, <laughs> because it's, it, Uranus is um, has to be very close in, and he, I would pin this down. Knowing me, I would want to pin it down to the minute, <laughs> but because I know me, that's what I do. <laughs> uh, but just moving forward, because uh, Uranus is going to go retrograde here um, tomorrow, isn't it? Uh, so till it comes back forward, let me. I'm going to kind of pin it down because it's a ways off before it actually gets right there. Okay, so I've got the month. Let me go back and see if I can find it closer to the day. Okay, so your port of fortune is at 421. Natal Uranus, progressed Uranus is at 249. Your progressed part of fortune is at 410, and your progressed sun is at five. So. We have when Uranus is right at okay May twenty fifth, twenty nineteen. Oh, by, okay. Nine months. May twenty fifth. Uh, buy a lottery ticket and just ask Spirit to guide you as to the time. Unfortunately, this call is too short for me to determine minutes. <laughs> I think that's a wonderful hint right there. Thank you. You bet. I thought it was wonderful, too. I does not every day. And on this day, your sun, the sun in the sky, excuse me, is conjunct uh, your node, and it is also obviously activating your, your natal sun because you're just about yeah. to have a return at that time. And when you have your solar return, Uranus will still be active on your sun, who knows? Maybe next year will be the year that you win more than one lottery. Remember, you're on. So, I can always cool. dream. Thank you. Yeah, well, dream. Dream big. <laughs> it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience, so dream big. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't know if I need to even tell you anything else. That's just too exciting. Oh, I need something to get me through the next nine months. <laughs> I'm, I'm at work and I'm not very happy about being there and I haven't been able to change jobs. So that's why I was hoping to um, hear about good news in the near future. Yeah, well, it, it's on the horizon. That's not that far away. But I can't even remember what today is August 6th. I got to put the date back in to get back to the present since I went so far out of my way. Here we go. So I can see what else is in your chart. But. Uh, let's see. Cancer is your midheaven, and uh, so that's this moon is the ruler of your career. And you said you were having challenges in career. You have yes. Uranus yes. in that house. You know that is to have Uranus in Cancer in the tenth house. It's like Uranus wants to do a lot of things. It wants variety. It does not want to stick in one thing. So the career. And cancer is just the opposite. It's like rooted down and says, oh, we have to stay in the home. That's the place for us. 
So, uh, you know, this would be what would be good a traveling chef or somebody who travels with their home. Um, sitting in one place is not ideal for who you are, unless you're working with a mm-hmm. lot of different people or you have eccentric people you're working with, uh, you would not be happy. So you have to look for a very unique kind of position. You're not the average lady. Right now, uh, your progressed moon is making a trine to your sun, and it just started, okay? So you've got another two and a half months, almost three months. Yeah, you have three months. Three months during that period, you have the opportunity to find another job. You should be looking if you are not happy with the one you have. Uh, You're in a zone. That's a good zone for finding another job. Uh, it's you're getting the support you need. Let's see what else I see. Oh, and you were born with Saturn in the second house. Never fun, but Jupiter is traveling through it right now, and and will conjoin Saturn. So, uh, Jupiter, when Jupiter comes into our second house, we have to be careful that we don't overspend money. Okay, because <laughs> we can feel a sense of freedom with Jupiter in this house, and we think, oh, I can. You were born with Saturn in that house, which means you know how to save money and you can be equal with it. Um, so it frees you up a little bit to at least enjoy. And and that's not a bad thing when you have this kind of chart. If you're, there are other charts where I would say, no, you need to buckle up. Um, oh. So I would say you're you're pretty good there. What's going to happen when Jupiter goes into Sag coming up next in the end of this year? But next year, around this time next year, as it starts to conjoin your natal moon, at that point in time, you may decide to, if you don't already own a home, to buy a bigger home or buy another home or buy a vacation home or buy a home in a foreign country or move to a foreign country. <laughs> All of these things are possible with combination. Hmm, so, more interesting. It is. It is very interesting. Of course, Saturn will still be kind of bucking you a little because Saturn will tell you how much money you're really willing to spend. But give Jupiter a chance. You're hard on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we only live for a certain amount of time. Enjoy it. <laughs> oh, okay, on that, Michelle, <laughs> we got to move on. I know, I but, know. Take good care. Let us know when if you, you win that lottery. I'm always curious about those after, things. When, when you win the lottery, let us know. I, I'll do that. Thank you, Michelle and Barbara. See you, Thank you. Bye-bye. Have now. a nice time. Take care. <laughs> I think that's the first time I've ever heard you tell somebody they were going to win the lottery. Well, you know, it's not every day you see that kind of transit. It's very rare. And it's very rare that you find somebody who has their sun and Uranus conjunct in their charts. <laughs> There's a, wow. It takes a combination. I've had people ask me, well, can I win the lottery? And I look at their charts and go, no, not really. <laughs> I mean, maybe God will be kind. I don't know. <laughs> But I don't see it. <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. Okay, we've we've got. Let me see here. Things things have been jumping around here. So it's um, we've got uh, Sophia here. Hi, Sophia. Hi. You're on the. Hi. Air. What's, what's your birthday, Sophia? 
It is November 25th, 1972. Okay, and your time you were born? 5.30 a.m. 5.30 a.m. And where? LaGrange, Georgia. LaGrange. It's supposed to be capital T. Alrighty. Nicely done. I've never been to LaGrange, but I certainly have heard of it. So, <laughs> and and we love Georgia because I love peaches. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and you must be a beautiful Georgia peach. Okay, so what am I looking at, Sophia? Um, just general, if you don't mind, just whatever oh. you see. Yeah, yeah, well, Uranus is going to be making a square to your moon, and uh, that could be challenging, a uh, sudden, sudden change uh, that could involve either your mom or your home or something legal that has to do with family or children. Uh, there's a lot of options there. Um, I'd be a little concerned about that. Let me see if I see any. Yeah, and there's a quincunx between Uranus and your natal Pluto, so that's a combination that is not a lovely thing, Um, so I don't know what's going on in your world, but I will say this, I'm going to go forward, I just want to see where in the world Uranus lands when it does that, because like I said, it's it's about to station retrograde, so it's going to give you plenty of time to look into this until it turns around and comes back, and that's a nice um, because we don't really want to have an action happen to us tomorrow when I'm telling you something that could be challenging. So here we have it where it is uh, three degrees in the quincunx to your Pluto, and that's the beginning of the event, uh, May 6, 2019. So you have till May to figure this one out. Um, but Uranus making a quincunx to Pluto in your 11th and see who they rule. It has to do with you physically, and it has to do with your home. could be property. could be your house. could be physical property. And that quincunx is stressful. It's very stressful. It's like, should I do this? Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should do this. No, maybe I shouldn't. And it has to do with a transformation where you are making a change because of something suddenly that activates where there is a square to your moon and it's challenging your home, and it could be challenging it legally. So I would uh, be concerned if you have any, if, you know, I don't know what your situation is. Do you own your home at this point in time? No. Oh, well, thank God for that. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can take My it away from you if you don't own it. <laughs> That's a good thing. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Actually, I live with my mother. Okay. Well, does your mom own the home that you live in? Yes, she does. Okay. Well, there. I hope that she's in good health because this quincunx could have something to do with your mom too. Uh huh. Because the moon, the moon always represents your mom, uh, whether or not it's the ruler of the fifth, uh, the fourth house, but uh, it always can represent the mom and. so I don't know how healthy she is, but if you see that there's issues coming up when you get to April, 
you're going to have to figure out what you're going to do. So I don't know if it's going to mean that you're going to have to move or you're going to have to move your mom. It uh, could be a challenge to make a change with your mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, you you want to start looking into that sort of thing now is what I would do or at least come the early part of next year. Because okay. once it activates, and it will go back and forth. Uranus doesn't just go forward. It goes back and forth. It dilly-dallies on you and makes you crazy. But uh, once it starts, uh, you're going to have to probably come up with a solution of uh, how you're going to work with your mom or are you staying in your mom's house or or what you're going to do. It's going to have something to do with that. So you know your situation, watch what's happening, and you'll understand better uh, what – I mean, this could be a possibility where your mom, you, you need someone else to help you with your mom. could be that. I'm not saying it is that, but it could be. You know, astrology offers photo, pictures, lots of pictures. Um, but here, you know, it's also, as I look at it, it's also making a quincunx to your Neptune and your Sun and your Mercury. So you've got huge activation. That's like way more activation than we like to see. You've got activation of, of uh, five planets. Two luminaries and three planets, that's a lot of activation. And it is in a wide orb opposition, well, it's actually opposing a midpoint between your sun, your Venus and your Mars. So you have almost activation of your entire chart from Uranus. That's off the charts. This is a major event in your life. And if okay. it doesn't, uh, having to uh, work with your mom, maybe she won't be as physically capable, um, or maybe you're going to have to look at a different way to handle the house. Maybe the house is not set up for the way that she will be at that point. Do you see what I'm trying to say? I do. I do. Okay. Well, think about it because you might have to save money to make this go a little smoother, or you may have to look into other types of facilities to make this go a little smoother. But, you know, it's it's a disruption of some kind, and, and my heart goes out to you because when we see these things, they're not easy. So make sure you have good support system around you. And this is a great time for you to figure out who is my support system and uh, what can the state, if the state has any options for me, find out what all of them are. Do all of that stuff ahead of time. It will make it easier. Okay? Thank you so much. Oh, you are Thank welcome. You. These are difficult yeah. and sometimes and and my heart goes out to you i you know i want the best for everybody i feel like you um are make will make things a little smoother those are great tips for me and i am definitely going to heed them good good (laughs) thanks thank you so much for calling thank you bye-bye take care times like that i wish i could just let you roll Yeah, my heart breaks, you know, I just, we all, you know, family is hard sometimes when people get older, we, you know, I have a friend right now, she's in a nursing, well, it's not a nursing home, it's a a really a nice home, but they had to put her in the memory care unit, and she has nobody to talk to there, because nobody remembers anything. She has an act. She has an active brain, but she has to be there because she she also does not remember how to bathe herself, and there is no other facility in this area that that she can be in. So it, oh, it, it breaks her heart, and it's like, 
I know how amazingly intelligent this woman is and to think that she has no one to talk to all day long. All our, all her friends were all trying to do something to, you know, visit her or call her or do something. But uh, it's just challenging. It so, is. Yeah, my, my heart goes out to you, to anyone who in those situations. I know my mother had memory problems too, but, you know, there are upsides to it. We yeah. watched the same movie maybe nine or ten times, and it was the first <laughs> time every time for her. So she, we, her, but know, not for you. <laughs> I no, heard you liked the movie. Oh, it was a happy yeah, I, movie. It oh, was good. a happy well, movie. And, and, yeah, you know, I she, can watch she, a movie. So. I would start laughing, and she'd say, what, what are you laughing at? And I said, wait for it. And, you know, so there, there, I mean, there are times when it works to your advantage, but I understand what you're saying. Absolutely. But you have to find the joy in the laughter too. Um, yeah. We've got Christine here. Hi, Christine. How's it going? You're, you're on the air. Hi. Um, going only, it's going. Let's put it that way. <laughs> It's going. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Absolutely. Okay, and Michelle's your, here. Yeah, what's your date of birth, Christine? Uh, 10-3, October 3rd, 1960. October 3rd, 1960. And time of birth? 6.57 p.m. 6.57 p.m. And place of birth? I'm sorry? Where were you born? I was born in East Hartford, St. Francis Hospital. East Hartford. Oh, I, I believe that's Connecticut, am I? Yeah. <laughs> My bad, okay. sorry. Yeah, that's okay. I, should, I, I know most of the cities in, in the United States, an awful lot of them. When you've done astrology for 30 years, you, you get to know the country or the world sometimes. Okay, so... What 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 were we going to focus on? Well, there are, you could pick almost any aspect between um, since being recently divorced. I guess relationships, travel, jobs, kids. Kids are a big deal um, lately, and wow. I question education. So there's a lot up in the air, and frankly, prioritizing is a little difficult. Um, mm. Okay, I'd well. Like to Right off the bat, the the thought that you just – how long ago did you go through this divorce? It was finalized on October 18, 2017. I had filed twice, the first time being um, in October 2015. Okay. All right. Because I I needed to know. (laughs) I'm looking at your chart, and Jupiter's going through the seventh house. I'm going, it couldn't have been just recently because Jupiter does not break up families. (laughs) But Saturn does. Uh, so, okay, I got it. Um, I want to make sure that I have a, some chart that's off the charts here. <laughs> uh, well, you know, Jupiter has been going through that house. But when we have a family that we're handling, we don't necessarily get out and take advantage of any opportunities that Jupiter brings. And and so, you know, if you're looking for another relationship, uh, Jupiter was trying to help you find one. But uh it's pretty much done with that right now, and it'll be another uh, year before it activates all of those lovely. But you're going to have in another year um, 
you have a Jupiter return happening, and that is always a nice thing. It only happens once every 12 years in your life. And when Jupiter returns, if you were born with a decent Jupiter, it can bring lots of options. And your Jupiter is, you were born with it in a trine to Uranus. So there is opportunity there if you're looking to win any kind of lawsuit, especially regarding children, uh, there's an opportunity for you to do that. Um, Also, there could be an opportunity for things uh, to make some kind of change regarding legal status of any kind or or education, um, or education for children, or uh, even getting uh, some kind of scholarships for children or grants or something that might be helpful for any of the learning process for children, as well as for yourself. It could be for yourself, too, but you brought up children, so I'm going to go with that right now. Uh, So that that is a a really good piece of news to know. you're also about to have a Saturn return, so you're getting Jupiter return and Saturn return almost at the same time. Wow. How old are you? You're going on, in, are you in your 50s? I am. I am. Huh? Am, I, am I allowed to tell you their ages or no? Children, uh, you can tell me if you want to. Uh, I, I don't have their charts, and you have more than one, so it's a little hard for me to talk too much about them, but... Um, well, it will possibly shed light on the direction. So I'd like to, you know, since you brought up the kids, they are obviously, since you have kids, probably the most important part But um, in my life. But since I have two, one will be almost 30. I'm sorry, I have three. Um, one almost 30, one 27, and the other is only 16 and a half. Okay, and so they're all. It's the 16 and a half that we're talking about for any kind of scholarship program then. Yeah. No, that's reconciliation with her mom, meaning me. So. I'm sorry, I didn't understand you. You broke up. That's okay. Reconciliation. So through the divorce, things have been very difficult. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, she's real easy, and we have mm-hmm. had a non – It's it, she's my easiest child – but mm-hmm. since the divorce, chosen not to have a relationship with me, so I'd, I'd really like to know, you know, I think I have a long wait, but I'd like to know, you know, how to deal with that. Well, you know, under that trine, it's possible that you that thing will change around. That whole experience with her could change around during that trine. And that's okay. just, you know, that's just a year away. Which is so I would, I would, you know, open the door. Uh, your ability, you know, where the talent is for children can be uh, having fun with them, doing things that are fun. Uh, you have Leo on that house cusp and Uranus in that house, and is, is basically saying, with the trying to Jupiter, you 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 have the ability to. Uh, do something that's literally out of the box, like say to say to your daughter, you know, I would love to take you on a trip to Paris or somewhere, just out of the box like that. That trine is, it can be a trip that you offer a child and the child simply cannot turn it down because it's something they really want. Um, there's something there that has to do with doing something that is unique out of the box and could easily involve travel. 
could also be travel to a university or a conference if there is an interest in something like that. So I would consider what I'm saying. Let it roll around in your brain and see what you come up with because that doorway is going to open and, and you have a gift of being able to mend the fences with children. Uh, you have a gift with children. Uh, Jupiter making a trine to Uranus in that house says that you have a gift. Anytime we have Jupiter available uh, to work with the fifth house, we usually get children that give us a gift. She was the last child, and Pluto rolled in. And so you have Pluto at the very end of that house in seven degrees. But it is not a bad Pluto. It's in a sextile to Neptune. It's in a sextile to Venus. It tells us it's a girl, too. And uh, it's even in a wide-orb sextile to Mercury. So you have this wonderful ability to communicate. Uh, you're going I, to mend sense. You will mend it. I have, I, was, I have a question. Could Scorpio um, come in and intervene and, and kind of affect that? Well, Scorpio is a constellation. It can't come in. <laughs> it takes a planet, a planet in the sign, perhaps, of Scorpio. But Scorpio can't do that. Um, in November 8th, 1960, born at, oh, God, what time? Mm. I can't another chart. We don't have the time for that. Does it work with that? Because that's kind of what I'm up against. I feel like I... I can't believe how on you are because I really, I, I really, that is, that is basically almost every, I've had so many experiences with other children and helping other kids recently. That, mm. Well, you, that, you, you have all the ability to be a fantastic teacher because you have this ability to teach in a way that is fun and that is out of the box and that is unique. You're the kind of teacher who could show up in a costume <laughs> And everybody would go, what is she doing? I think that every once in a while. <laughs> but I don't actually do it. <laughs> um, but, it's, but I have had opportunity to help other kids, and it's been, it's been very good. And it's almost like a, it can't be a replacement for your own kids, but I do feel like somehow the world takes care of itself, and that's how I'm being taken care of in the time where my child is, is gone. Um, She's not going to be really, gone that She's not going to be gone that long. Your progressed sun is going to move to another degree in a year. And uh, your progressed Jupiter right now is already trying, uh, trying Pluto and in trying uh, it's going to a year from now still be in trying to your progressed Pluto. So once it does that, the sun moves out of the way and the man who's been causing the problems moves out of the way. And, and, and you'll have that opportunity to reconcile. Don't worry about it. It's going to happen. Just allow yourself uh, that insight, whatever that's going to come in that's going to say, let me offer this, let me do this, or let me connect in this way. Allow yourself to be aware of it and, and take action on it. You're, you're going to be fine. I didn't tell everybody you're going to be fine, but you are going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, I can't believe how dead on you are. That was really wonderful to hear. Thank you so much. You take Thanks for care. calling. Bye-bye now. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Okay. <clears throat> We've got Shakira. Hi, Shakira. Hi. Hi. You're on the air. What's your date of birth? May 9th, 
83. And I don't know the time. 1983. Oh, too bad. I hate when that happens. Do you have any idea if it was morning, night, or in the middle of the night? or? No, ma'am. I have no idea. And it was it's not on my birth certificate. This was yeah, really well, strange. Well, oh, if your parents are still alive, aunts, uncles, anybody, uh, at some point in time, interrogate them. <laughs> I send my yeah. clients out and have them interrogate and what you do mm-hmm. is you say, you know, do you remember, were you going to work when you got the call? Were you coming home from work? Were you eating? Uh, were you in bed? Ask them questions like that, and it will help you at least get closer to the time frame. So where mm-hmm. were you born? The city. I'm, yeah. I'm born in Alabama, Dothan, Alabama. Uh, which part of Alabama? I didn't catch the city. Dothan. Delton? Mm-hmm. Some people pronounce it Dothan. D O T H A N. D O T H A N. Oh, yeah, I've seen that on the map. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never been there either. This is another city I've never been to. I've been in a lot of places. I've lived all over this country, but that's mm-hmm. not me. Okay, so what uh, do you want me to focus on as I am looking at your chart? Love, new love, relationship. All right. Let's see here. Right now, Saturn is uh, traveling through your fifth house, and uh, it's already gone over uh, all the sad stuff you have in that house, and uh, it's got to make its way out of there probably to get you something. Let me just see. Maybe maybe if it gets a little later in sign, it could do something good for you. Yes. You know what? When it hits around 18 degrees, it could bring you an opportunity, but that's a ways off. And mm-hmm. can't do anything early on. Where is Jupiter? Jupiter right now is at 14, and it is not really in a helpful position yet. Okay, so, but next year it will be. And actually it's going to be when, right even this year as it hits three degrees, you're getting uh, a, Jupiter will conjoin first the progressed and then you were born with a, a retrograde Jupiter and, and it's still retrograde, so you're not that old yet. And uh, so it's going to conjoin first your retrograde progressed and then your natal. And since that is the ruler of your house of love, you have possibilities coming up. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the things with Jupiter that you always have to remember is that Jupiter can open up doorways, but it can't push you out the door, okay? Okay. You have to take advantage of Jupiter's opportunities. So I'm going to give you some time frame here. Give me just a second. And we'll get it a little closer there. Okay, so here we have Jupiter, November the 17th of this year, okay? It starts to activate, Mm -hmm. okay? It will continue activating. I'm going to... They need to get this program where they put weeks in. That would be nice. I'm complaining. Ignore me. My husband is very good at it when I complain. I ask everyone to ignore me when I complain because there's no reason for it. Okay, so we've got whatever I said, November 17th until right about December the 15th. 
teeth. That is your doorway, okay? Okay. Where you will have the opportunity to connect with someone that you could fall in love with. You don't have to go far. It's in your neighborhood. could even be in your home. You could be the one who throws the party. <laughs> Throw mm-hmm. the party. Or maybe it's your mom's throwing a party. Or maybe someone else in your family. Or maybe it's just in your neighborhood or at your high school reunion, something that might be to do with what you would call family. Uh, our schoolmates consider our family a lot of the time. So uh, take advantage of anything that could appear to be some type of opportunity where you will meet other people, okay? Okay. During that time. Yes, ma'am. And uh, you okay. have possibility time you can connect with someone that you could fall in love with. So that's the very time frame coming up. And then uh, then as it continues to move forward, there will be other options. Uh, not right away, because it's you have to get to about 23 or so degrees of Sag, which is in March. So again, in March, uh, you want to look at uh, getting out and connecting. You know, and you'll have more social option options at that time from the looks of this. So go on and get out. And what you're going to find if you don't connect now and you connect in March, that you're probably going to connect with someone from the past. So it might be that you connect with somebody now, then you don't see them, and then you reconnect then. That's possible because the statement is you'd be connecting with someone from the past. But what's really cool about it is it's not just someone from the past, but it's someone from a past life, someone that you have a soul connection with, someone who you might feel like you're teaching as you're talking to them, but uh, it's someone who can make your life bigger. So it's it's pretty exciting if you ask me. Yes, ma'am. So got- may I ask you a question? Are, the, are you getting the messages like you can hear them or you see it? No, no, this is astrology. I am reading okay. your astrological chart. This is your configuration. At the moment you were born and you took your first breath, we take a picture of where the planets are in our solar system as we see them from the planet Earth at that exact moment. And that picture okay. from that location tells us information about how you decided to structure your life, who okay. you would be in this life, And then as the planets in the sky continue to move, we call that a transit. They continue Mm -hmm. to move. They create positive patterns uh, against originating stars. And it's those patterns that I am reading when I'm talking to you. Okay? Okay. There are over 4,000 years of research that went into what I am telling you. It's not just me making it up, and it's not me intuiting it. It's actually yes, ma'am. years of research, so it kind of gives you an idea. Now, I guarantee yes, that if Barbara throws her two cents in, she will intuitively tell you probably very similar things. So both things will be aligned. They always are. Uh, anyone who is psychically uh, looking at your energy field will see very similar things. Psychically, timing is not as exact as astrologically. Astrology can pin timing right down. 
psychically, we don't wow. usually quite that close. But then psychically, uh, you might be able to hear what the person looks like or what kind of work they do or something more about them, which astrologically I can't tell you that. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> thing has something good in it, and both are valuable. Uh, and right. You should always check it against what you personally feel. Does it ring true to you, or are you simply open to receive it, and therefore you'll check it out? But always check your own barometer, your own truth barometer, okay? Uh, don't yes, don't just question to people. It's good to question them. I, I, I appreciate you questioning me. It's so important that you know what we're doing. Yes, ma'am. Okay. It'd be better if I get my ma'am. Yeah, I was I was going to thank you for calling. We really have to move on, but but I agree with Michelle, totally. Yeah. I did you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Take care of yourself. We wish you every yes, blessing. Okay, doke. We got Pat here. Hi, Pat. Hi. Um, you're, thank you you're for taking my call. Heart pleasure. Um, they is. January 7, 1955, I was born at 5.15 p.m. in Chicago, Illinois. Okie dokie. <laughs> I have a dog who's in the corner going, are you almost done, Ma? <laughs> <laughs> She's so cute. Okay, Pat, what is it that you want me to focus on? Um, My husband just passed away, and we were in the middle of um, redoing our second mortgage that came due. And um, because of that, I might lose my house. Oh, my Yes, so I was wondering what what you saw. Yeah. Yeah, I see that Pluto went over your son, and uh, I guess that had a number of combinations at the same time that caused that to manifest. Always changing. And uh, let's just see, your your physical property is actually uh, ruled by Venus, and uh, Pluto in its uh, abilities is not going to activate your Venus. So that is good news. Uh, It is activating Neptune, and it has in the past, and it will again. Um, And uh, Neptune does rule legal actions. So, but it is, uh, its outcome is not necessarily stated yet here. I'd have to kind of move forward to see who else is in position to help you? Jupiter is working it, and uh, uh, Jupiter right now, while it's in Scorpio, is really supporting you. But uh, it's about to go into Sag, and when it does, it will support Neptune. So it can actually, if this can last long enough, I don't know how long. That's the key here, you know, where you are in suit, um, how long you can sustain. But I will tell you when 
if you can sustain it, make it, hold it that long, that you can see success. And it's basically a year away. Um, here we have it right. Um, oh, and then it goes retrograde. No help there. Yeah, I don't know if you can sustain it this long. But uh, you're looking at right about November of next year. If you can keep whatever you're doing, okay, to hang on to that property, if you can hold it until November of next year, you can win whatever suit you need to win. Um, well, it's it's actually getting getting the bank to let me extend the loan. Okay, so that actually is a Saturn issue, and uh, Jupiter will be on Saturn very soon. So then maybe we, we're in really good shape, actually. I didn't realize where you were at. So here we go. Here is Jupiter right on Saturn, September the 6th, when Jupiter when Saturn stations. Uh, stations. Saturn will be stationing that day. In the sky, it'll be two degrees. Uh, it'll be stationing, and when it stations, it stations on your north node, and uh, Jupiter will be right on top of Saturn. So I would say that if you can shoot for any time, this would be it. Um, let me see if there's anything here that could keep you from getting that. We need activation of Venus in some negative way. Uh, there is still friction from Saturn to Venus, but doesn't Venus, isn't Venus, I mean, isn't Saturn stationing? Oops. i got to go to days. Hang on a second. Saturn is stationing direct. So you, you, should, you should be able to handle it. You should be able to get it pulled it off because Saturn is stationing. It's not stationing retrograde. While it's retrograde, you're not getting you're getting all the friction issue. But once it goes right. direct, Jupiter is giving you the support you need to get that loan. So I this is your key is hold on till Saturn goes direct, which is on the sixth of September. It's around the corner. Oh. Or can okay. you hold on long? Oh yes. Oh, oh yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm fighting. That's your key. That's your key. Don't expect anything to happen before then because the chance of it isn't high. But okay. once it gets in position, Jupiter is good from uh, September 8th uh, on quite a while there. Um, let me just move it forward and just give you the rest of that story because uh, it's going to go all the way to 21 degrees. And... You're looking at till the 24th, so from September 6th to September the 24th is your window. Okay. Do your best to get it done in that window. I absolutely will. Yeah, it's still challenging. I, I Once it gets past that 20-degree uh, mark, then the challenge starts to reactivate. Um, because you have your progress mercury is at 23 in and your Mars is a 24, and uh, the Mars isn't bad, though. There could be some legal action you could open up with the Mars. But I think you'll get this, uh, because Jupiter is not only that, it's, it's not only on top of Saturn, but it's 
making a trine to the sun and you it's almost like your husband on the other side is doing everything in his power to help you. Oh. That, thank yeah. Thank you. That is really an amazing statement, but that's what it says. Yes. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, that's actually a grand trine for you. You're going to get it. Yeah, it's been and quite a challenge. It's activating Uranus. It's activating uh, the progressed Uranus. It's activating the progressed Jupiter. Um, it's acting, activating the natal and the natal, and both of those natally. You've got a grand trine at that moment, at that point. By September twenty, September twenty fourth, you have a grand trine active. You should pull it out of the hat. September twenty fourth. <laughs> start Thank moving in as of September the sixth. Take good care of yourself, and uh, we will keep you in our prayers. Thank you so Absolutely. much. I really appreciate this. Yeah, Thank you. You, you take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. I saw her getting it, too, so I was just sitting quietly here. <laughs> oh, good, good, yeah. Boy, stuff like that is just so hard, you know. It is. We got one more. We got Mary Bell. I love the name. Me too. Hi, Mirabelle. You're on the air. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. What's your date of birth? January 24, 1993. She's a baby. I knew you were going to say that. She's a woman, for God's sake. Mary Bell, what is what is what time were you born? Do you know? Yes, one fifty-two p.m. p.m. You're talking to the old folks here. What can I tell you? Yeah. And where, where, and where were you born? Brooklyn. Oh, New Brooklyn, York. New York, and uh, Kings County. That Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Okay. And going to bring it up like it always does. Okay, we'll go take a look. Alrighty. And what did you want me to focus on, Maribel? Saturn's going through your seventh house. Never fun. It can make you feel depressed with relationships or feel like you've got responsibilities for relationships instead of having fun with them. So anyway... (laughs) Now that I've told you that, what were you looking at? Well, I guess how um, things were going to look for my schooling this upcoming year, like maybe opportunities for growth to become a leader within my school. Okay. You are challenged to expand even as we're looking at this. Of course, school hasn't started yet, and uh, once Jupiter gets passed, it's like the beginning of school, what is it, next month? Oh, I'm already in school. You're already in. Okay. So none of Yeah, our our schools haven't opened here yet. Um, okay. So right now you might find that it's challenging and what spirit is actually challenging you to do, okay? It's not just challenging you and like work hard and stuff, but it is challenging you to expand the way that you look at things. Uh so uh consider going a step further or a little deeper into something that you might otherwise just take at the surface. That's what Jupiter is asking you to do. 
and uh, as it does, it's going to eventually reward you. It, the reward doesn't come immediately. Uh, Saturn, let's see what else is going on. It's going to be a Saturn. You have Saturn in uh, your ninth house, and right now Jupiter is making a square to your Saturn. Uh, your progressed moon has moved there, so you've probably moved to the school you're at. Um, let's see here. You, your rewards for this effort start in the end of December, the beginning of uh, January, somewhere in that zone. <clears throat> yeah. They start at that point in time, and you may... Uh, find that they will continue. So you've got a lot of options that are going to open up. A lot of This moment in time, in early February, late January, uh, you have, at that point in time, you should be able to really kind of grab a hold of what it is that you really want out of this learning experience. And you should have an option at that point uh, to to get an more uh, a more advanced type of degree or more advanced something it's it's like creating more security for yourself as a result of expanding uh into some other some form of learning here now there also could be an option at that point in time for you to maybe get an overseas program of some kind if you're considering that you would likely get it. So you may want to watch for that where someone might tell you, well, we've got a, you know, a sister program going on over here or maybe if you travel, uh, I don't know, you know, what are you doing? I mean, this could be, there's a lot of things you could be doing. This is science, the ninth house. You have science on the ninth house cusp. Uh, logic and also inventions, all forms of inventive stuff. And with Saturn, they're in rulership. You're a person whose learning uh, is substantial. You have a way of laying down a foundation that's going to take you the distance. And really, this combination could even make you someone who's like an archaeologist. You could end up doing something like that, working with old bones. Anyway, I don't know what you're choosing, but there, you've got a lot of options, but I do think you're going to do very well. What's so exciting to me is that late January, beginning of uh, February, till about the 6th or 8th or so, um, you're going to really hit that note that lets you really know what you want to be if you don't already know it. Your drive as soul will resonate at that time. So it's very exciting to me. Okay. Sounds okay. good. Yeah. yeah, good luck. I mean, it, you do have other challenges that will come up behind this, but this is, to me, really key and exciting. And a lot of the time uh, I get calls from people who say, well, you know, what's my purpose? And, and we can look at... Um, a north node and say, well, you know, your purpose is to do with this or that. But when you see Jupiter active and your progressed moon active on Jupiter at the same time, wow, that's a keynote. Well, it's also activating Saturn in your ninth in the house of uh, advanced education. So I think you're going to do very well. 
and I, I wish you every blessing. It's even a trying to your Venus and your house of wishes and dreams, but even more importantly, it's a trying to Eris. So, you know, it may have to do with something to do with women and advancing women. Um, there are breakthroughs here that could involve with uh, female energy, female warriors. Isn't that interesting? Imagine doing archaeology on female warriors. Your chart actually—it actually says things like that. So, I mean, that's a possibility. I don't know what you're going to do, but it's very exciting to me, and I think you're going to do very well. So, very exciting. Well, that sounds great. Thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. I look forward to who knows if we'll ever meet again, but I if you do something with those women warriors, I look forward to hearing about it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for calling, Mary Bell. No you problem. Oh, we wish you Have every a great blessing. day. You too. Bye. 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 <clears throat> you know, it, it never ceases to amaze me, the amazing different, unique things that you bring, that come out of your mouth when we do this. Yeah, I know, um, I can't, I'm, I, I don't think I have ever said those words to any, it amazes me that I, I've done literally thousands of consultations in my life, and and I always think, could you possibly have anything else to say? And yet every human being is so unique. It's oh, yeah, and if anybody wants to get a hold of you, your website is Astrology and More. And not only do you have your your reading information there, your your chart information, but, but you have a ton of other stuff you're involved in, and, and it is a fascinating website to go through. Yeah, you know, I um, I'm an Aquarius. You know, I I I love astrology, and I have been doing it for many, 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 many lifetimes, going back to Egypt. So I'm not new to astrology, but the reconnection was something I we didn't have in Egypt, and uh, uh-huh. <laughs> took a Pleiadian like Eric Pearl to bring it forward. So uh, <laughs> I had to learn that, and uh, and EFT of course is such an incredibly an important tool everybody should know. And if you go to my uh, website or my blog site, whatever you want to call that thing, um, you'll see a little tab that says tapping. And you can open that up, and that's the sheet that I give out in a workshop where I teach people how to do EFT. So it's powerful stuff, and it allows you to uh, release emotional traumas that you store in your body. And when we get to older ages, those traumas build up to where you are not as calm and normal as you used to be. So you need to get them out of your system. And uh, tapping is a great way to do it. So I do EFT, and and of course I do uh, metaphysical consultations as well, and coach people in spiritual pathways, so whatever their choice is. But teach them how to understand the inner worlds. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, the, it's those inner worlds that are so important. I mean, yeah. the Oracle of Delphi had it down pat: know thyself. And mm-hmm. uh, something we, we have to be working on all the time. Uh, Michelle, thank you. We're out of time. And I want to thank you so much for being here again and, and blessing us with, with your wisdom because it is, it is a true joy to have you on the show. I'm always honored. Thank you so much. Good night now. Good night.
Good night, everybody. Thanks for being here. Uh, it, it is it's such a it's such an honor actually to be able to share time with you. And and I'm so grateful for those that have called in. For those that uh, didn't quite make it, we'll be here again next next month and uh, call in earlier. Uh, it is it is you know a joy to touch in to tap into your energies and to share information with you. Good night now. <laughs>